Cross Yes Podcast, which is Elm here so. Yes! Yes! Yes, 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 yes. What's the big idea? What's the big idea? What's the big idea? The Cross Yas Big Idea. Hi everyone, Dizel Mirsal here, back again. Sorry for my voice being a little hoarse. I think Kirsten got has got me sick. Although I'm COVID negative, I think she gave me one of those other viruses. Anyways, I'm doing cool things and blowing things up on the podcast with almost an episode released every day this month. I love Pride Month and therefore I want to show how much I love you. I love you 3000. Sorry I couldn't keep up the constant everyday episode release that I did earlier in the month, so I won't post another full episode until next week. We'll see. Just because, well, I'm pooped and exhausted. I'm so tired. I'm so fucking tired. Just got back from our first ever cross Yas meetup this past weekend, where I met up in Palm Springs, California, with the lovely gals of the cross Yas production team, including showrunner Sierra, Ty, slash Tanya, from recent episodes 115 and 116, Megan, who's been in so many episodes 48, 106, and both roundtable discussions, and of course, podcast Discord queen, Lily, was there as well. It was five of us gals there in Palm Springs, going crazy, drinking, going out, dressed up, having tons of fun, and we just had a blast. I'll talk more details later in another episode, but for this episode, you know I love trying new things. And with this episode, which might be a recurring thing, or again, it may not, we'll see. I just want to talk for, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes? We'll see how long this goes and give you the big idea that I hope to push across, because, I don't know, you should hear it. Can you focus on me? And today's big idea has to do with something that came up while driving back from Palm Springs. This big idea that occurred to me, and I guess big ideas just come to me on my long drives. If you didn't know, the first big idea I had on a drive was to start this podcast, the Cross the Yas podcast on my six-hour drive to San Francisco where I listened to that Christian podcast that essentially condemned cross-dressing, which I go real deep and talk more on episode 94, entitled Cross-Dressing and the Church, Fashion, Lipstick, and Reflection. So listen to that episode if you want to hear more of my thoughts on that whole situation. But on my drive home this past Saturday, I was thinking of our new support channel in our Discord, which if you're not on our Discord yet, why aren't you? Check it out. If you haven't already, go to crossyaspodcast.com. Check out our community. Chat us up. It's our Cross Yas Confidential. Yeah, seriously, check it out. But in that new channel, which we conveniently entitled Support, which is really just that. It's support for those listeners who really need it. Where we try to support those in the Cross Yas community surrounding cross-dressing, sexuality, or gender issues. And it really got me thinking about how to help your significant other in understanding your perspective if you're a cross-dresser, transgender, trans-questioning, non-binary, etc. Especially if you're holding it back all due to shame. Like if a wife or girlfriend, significant other, sister, mother, aunt, cousin, basically any cisgender female who knows of a cross-dresser slash transgender person slash non-binary person, or again, anyone with this feeling of being different than the sex they were born with, like How would you best explain to them what was going on with you if you were this person who questioned their identity? And I was driving, and then all of a sudden, aha. No, 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 not aha, the band, as in, you know. Aha. 
take on me. No. Aha, as in light bulb. It clicked. What if I could make an analogy or a metaphor for the cisgender female to better understand what you were going through? And I got it. A pimple versus a birthmark. Wait, what? Okay, stay with me, everyone. I'm going to do my best to make it all make sense. Just bear with me. Here we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. This sounds like a setup. Okay, listen up. I'm speaking to all the gorgeous, most understanding, lovely ladies, wives, girlfriends, moms, sisters, aunts, any woman willing to listen who has an interest in understanding what exactly your loved one might be going through. More specifically, those beautiful, supportive gals who identify as cisgendered females. You cisgendered women out there who have no experience outside of being a woman, yeah, I'm talking to you. Not that there's anything wrong with having no experience outside of being a woman, because really, we all start somewhere. But I think it's important to learn a concept that might seem kind of trivial to you. The unintended consequence of feeling shame with regards to being transgender? Yeah, you may not know about this, so I'll try and explain and make it simple, or try my best to. You may have probably heard of my friend, the pimple. Maybe not a friend per se, but more like a frenemy. In that, you love when a pimple shows up on a person's face you despise, but fuck, when it's on your own face, it's the end of the goddamn world. And I ask myself, my god, why? So, you know what they are, right? Pimples, aka zits, those red little bitches that sprout up on your face when you least expect it. Yeah, you know how they ruin your skin, how they're ugly looking, and they're sometimes filled with pus. Yeah, they're gross. But face it, <laughs> like literally, you have to face it. Because, well, they're on your face. They're nasty, you hate them, I hate them, you grew up with them, I grew up with them, and yet, even as an adult, they still somehow show up when you least expect them. Yeah. No, 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 that can't be! Although current research is conflicted on how pimples and acne affect men and women differently, women appear to be more affected during adulthood, whereas men a little more during adolescence, pimples aren't necessarily sex-specific. But you... As a cisgendered woman, I'd argue are targeted and marketed by dermatology companies towards getting rid of every single blemish off your face. None more true than the god-awful pimple. So ladies, you remember when you were in grade school and you had those photos that you took? Maybe the ones after you turned 11 or 12 years of age when puberty really hit you? Like a truck? You know those troubling ages where you were in that weird stage of your life where hormones were really causing havoc to you and your classmates, the time when kids around you started getting taller, voices started changing, body hair and body odor started to become a thing, and acne creeped up on kids' faces, you remember that awkward time in your life. So you most certainly remember the photos you took for school, the ones you were so excited to take to show off to your friends and family. This was before the time of smartphones that made taking photos so easily. This was picture day one of the biggest days of the school year. So when picture day came, and you woke up in the morning eager to take your photos when you get to school later, so you got out of bed, ran to the mirror to look at yourself, and there it was, out of fucking nowhere, that little red fucker, that sly sneaky devil, surfaced. There it was, the pimple. And it decided to make their first ever appearance right in the middle of your forehead. A big ol' zit, smack dab on the dome. The thing is, you thought you prepared for this. People warned you of zits, and the drama they brought if they showed up, so 
you did everything you could beforehand to prepare for that motherfucking pimple. You washed your face, you bought that Clearasil, you maybe even have used those facial masks to clean your face of whiteheads. And yet, still, that fucking pimple made their guest star appearance on your face the day of your grade school photos. So, when the pimple did show up, you had to do damage control. What did you do to get rid of them? Well, there are a lot of methods to go about it. But today, on school day, you need a solution now. You needed to exterminate the pest that is the pimple that day. It's picture day at school, for Christ's sake. Well, the easiest way, and probably the messiest way, but the fastest way, was to pop the pimple, right? You may have heard of Dr. Pimple Popper, real name Dr. Sandra Lee, popular TV show and YouTuber with her shows and videos that you may get a weird gratification once she pops a pimple and and all that nasty stuff comes out. Kirsten loves watching that stuff and ugh, I can't stand it. I mean, I'm in the nursing field, but I just think it's so weird. Like, the fuck are you doing? Ugh, popping pimples? Yuck. I'm disgusted, absolutely disgusted. But when you saw that pimple, you couldn't take your eyes off of it. That little red fucker that has now appeared to have grown to twice the size because you've been so hyper-focused on it, yeah, you couldn't look away. So that's when you decided you were going to do something about it. So what did you do? You popped it. And voila, problem solved. Or so you thought. You remember what happened after you popped that pimple? That red fucker? That goddamn zit? Yeah, you know what happened. The fucker came back, but this time with a fucking vengeance. Maybe even brought more friends and other red little fuckers. They're back! Ah! Ah! Yep, they're back. But let's say you don't pop your pimple. What other options do you have to hide the pimple? I know, you probably said to yourself, I should cover it up. And what's the easiest way to cover up a pimple? the girl's best weapon she has in her arsenal. Makeup, right? Put a little green primer on it, maybe some green concealer, apply some normal foundation, if you use foundation, and once you're done, again, voila, pimple is gone. But is it really? If you covered your pimple with makeup for that grade school photo and you looked really close at that photo you took after it was developed, you knew that pimple was still there. It's just hidden under a slab of makeup. You can even see the little pimple bump beneath your attempt at concealing it, so... Nice try. Yeah, nice try. Or, if you decided to do neither because, well, you just didn't care, because, well, you took that picture with that pimple on your face and left it alone and truly embraced, well, your face is going to have pimples. And that's the end of it. And that's the end of that chapter. So then why all this stress over a pimple? It's just a pimple after all. Everyone has them. Because seriously, if you think about it, all of this fascination towards pimples stems from the perception of an ideal face. Which, if you follow society's current unrealistic standards of beauty, the perfect face is free from pimples, zits, blackheads, whiteheads, wrinkles, etc. Right? Basically, a pristine face has nothing on it, except the silky smooth skin that has always been portrayed on television, magazines, billboards, social media, you name it. A perfect face has no pimples. Easy as that. Simply no pimples. So what if I told you, you ridiculously kind-hearted cisgendered woman, that your husband, boyfriend, brother, cousin, son, nephew, 
The guy you know. Any guy. The guy with the cross-dressing issues or trans-questioning issues or desires or non-binary issues or let's just say he has issues. That that person who refuses to address these trans-questioning issues their entire life will not do so because they are filled with shame. Like deeply rooted shame. Not all men, of course, and I'll go into those other men in a bit, but if we're talking about specifically cross-dressing or trans-questioning desires from a man, well, that cross-dressing person who is full of shame sees their cross-dressing or trans-questioning identity, desires, etc., similar to your perception of the pimple. That don't make no sense! I'll explain further so as not to confuse you, although I probably already have. So, let me try my best. To a man burdened with what he believes to be shame with regards to his cross-dressing or trans-questioning issues, that man sees those issues, like your pimple, as a blemish on the perfect life. You see, you, as a cisgendered woman, wants a perfect face. Well, the cross-dressing, trans-questioning man wants the perfect life. So the cross-dressing man that is full of shame will do everything they can to get rid of the cross-dressing slash trans-questioning desires to maintain that perfect life because they see the cross-dressing slash trans-questioning desires as a giant fucking problem in their life, just like your pimple. To a cisgender woman, right? A pimple is generally accepted as the end of the fucking world. Not all women, of course. I'm generalizing to make a point. But we can all agree... Pimples are the fucking worst. The worst. Imagine for a minute, that is what is going through a cross-dressing man, or again, man with trans-questioning desires, who is full of shame. They are thinking the exact same thing. So, the cross-dressing man, or trans-questioning man, who is full of shame, will do whatever they can to get rid of their cross-dressing or trans-questioning desires. So, if the cross-dressing man... We'll go back to cross-dressing for this point. So if the cross-dressing man purges, doesn't it sound a whole lot like popping a pimple? Think about it. Seriously. To my cross-dressing fellas out there who are listening and have purged or are thinking about purging, I'm talking to you right now. Isn't purging or the thought of purging the easiest and fastest way to get rid of cross-dressing desires or trans-questioning desires in your mind? right? Just like popping pimples, purging requires the cross-dresser to just throw everything you own related to your cross-dressing away quickly, and in your mind, the problem is solved, right? So long, suckers! Or is it? We all know that the problem is not solved. In fact, like the aftermath of popping a pimple, you just made things a whole lot worse for yourself. Uh, hello, suckers! Yes, like popping a pimple, sure you get the immediate gratification of not having to deal with the problem right then and there, but what happens to the urge after a cross-dressing man purges? Well, like the pimple and his friends, the cross-dressing desires come roaring back in a big fucking way. That pimple basically went all Tony Montana on you when you popped it and was like, Oh yeah? Say hello to my little friend. You want to play games? Say hello to my little friend! And not just one friend. No, more pimples showed up. Yes, the first pimple brought more friends.
Okay, I'm reloaded. So the desire to cross-dress gets stronger and harder than ever before after purging. And worst of all, the added shame post-purge, thinking that that was going to somehow do something to the original shame, yeah, that's non-existent. It becomes an endless feedback loop. The shame brings more shame, brings more shame, brings more shame. Yeah, shame. 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 Shame, shame, shame. Shame on you. Well, you're probably thinking, okay, Giselle, fine. I won't purge. I'll just keep all my cross-dressing crap. But who cares if I'm ashamed of it? If no one knows about me, Giselle, and my cross-dressing and trans-questioning desires, and I just suppress who I am, I'm not hurting anyone. Maybe myself, but what if I'm okay with that? I'm protecting my wife, girlfriend, mom, sister, cousin, whatever. Can't I do that? Huh? This is fine. I'm okay with the events that are unfolding currently. Now, to the cisgendered females of loved ones that are cross-dressers or those with trans-questioning desires, would you be okay with these people hiding themselves or hiding their true selves? If you say, sure, Giselle, they can totally do that. That's fine. And I'd say, okay, sure. That's one way to go about it. Have them just not tell you and lie to themselves and they can figure it out on their own. But if you've ever used makeup, you cisgendered, gorgeous, supportive woman, then you're being a hypocrite, at least to me. Because in my mind, it's kind of like putting makeup on a pimple to hide it. You're just pretending something's not there, but it is. Sure, you can't see the pimple from afar, unless you look really close, but it's still there. So did your hiding of the pimple with makeup or in your husband, boyfriend, son, brother, cousins, whatever's case, lying to themselves, did it really solve anything? Just like a man's cross-dressing desires, yes, they could hide and lie and not tell the cisgendered woman in their lives about it, but truly you're not addressing the pimple. Because <laughs> I mean, look at the photos again. Women, when you take those photos that you covered up your pimples with makeup, I mean, you still have fucking pimples. It may not be visible again from far away, but if you look really, really, really close, it's fucking obvious. The pimple on your face is still there. Like, yes, you can put all the makeup you want, lie to yourself, hide your true desires, but it's not going to erase the fact that you still know you have a pimple. Bro! It's literally right there, bro! It's literally right there, bro! We as outsiders, again, may not know. The women, the cisgendered women who hate pimples, yeah, they don't know, and that's fine. But who are you trying to deceive? <laughs> like, the cross-dressing man can lie, hide, deceive themselves, the fact that they have cross-dressing desires, but nothing, absolutely nothing, will be able to get rid of it. Trust me, I've tried. Now, all of this on what's got me relating pimples to cross-dressing slash trans-questioning desires is rooted in how all cross-dressers are raised to believe that there is shame in all of this. See, a cross-dressing man who believes that there is shame in their cross-dressing sees the cross-dressing as the worst thing in the world. That it's a shameful act or a shameful desire because, well, why wouldn't it be? That to want to cross-dress is wrong because, I mean, let's be real, it's all rooted in transphobia. Men are not supposed to be different from what they were born as. They have to subscribe to the notion of what society says what men have to be and to be any different is simply going against nature. That's just totally wrong. It's just, it's just like, it's just like wrong. It's just wrong. Or as many would believe. Now to be fair to the ladies, I'm not condoning the lying or deception that a man with cross-dressing desires or trans-questioning ideation does. 
if they have done so to you. Like those men who go 20 to 30 years of holding back truths because of the fear of their spouse finding out their deep, dark secret. Yeah, I'm not condoning that kind of behavior, that long-awaited time to tell them. I mean, that's fucking wrong, in my opinion. I'm just telling you, and I'm just offering possible reasons as to why they would lie or hold truths about their cross-dressing desires. Because for some, it all stems, again, from this idea of shame. Not all men, of course, though. Just depends. Because really, some men do a terrific job at suppressing these feelings of wanting to cross-dress or transition for like such a long time that they really had no idea they needed or wanted to explore these feelings. I have an upcoming curious conversation with a crossdresser named Daphne, a 60-something year old who will tell you about these feelings that she recently experienced in her late 50s, so stay tuned for that. So anyways, here's what I'm thinking, and it brings me back to my big idea of this episode. What's the big idea? I believe if we're going to go back to the cross-dressing desires and trans-questioning desires as pimples metaphor, a man who cross-dresses, who again is full of shame, they see their cross-dressing or again trans-questioning desires as a pimple. And like cisgender women who want a perfect face, these cross-dressing men want a perfect life. And to do that, well, they got to get rid of the pimple. But because the man who was so shameful about his cross-dressing intentions or trans-questioning motives, he may choose to lie about it or not show it, and well, to the lovely women in the man's life who love them and support them, it definitely raises a lot more questions, doesn't it? It raises questions about the man's trustworthiness, their ability to be faithful, and other issues that may come as a result of not being open and honest. Because no one likes dishonesty and deceit. Just like how no one likes pimples, except the Clearasils of the world and the other companies who make a buck off of getting rid of pimples entirely. The money is always right! What cross-dressing men and people who have gender identities that are different than the sex they were born with, or those who are genderqueer or gender non-conforming, bigender, whatever, what these people should try to understand is that their trans-questioning motives and desires, be it cross-dressing, the want to socially or medically transition, or any attempt to do something to help exhibit their true gender identity should not view these motives or desires as a negative, like that of a pimple. What these wonderful people should do is recondition their thinking. And since we're sticking to metaphors or visible symbols on your skin, those trans-questioning motives and desires are truly what I believe should be perceived as a birthmark. Oh, I like that. Yeah, me too. See, Unlike a pimple, a birthmark is neither negative nor positive. It's a mark, given to you at birth, that is, by medical definition, as an irregularity on the skin. If we're going to be real honest, yes, your cross-dressing and trans-questioning desires are, yeah, let's face it, irregular. But it doesn't make you ugly, nor does it make you pretty. Just like any birthmark, its true beauty lies in the eye of the beholder. What you consider ugly, another person may have a differing opinion, and vice versa. Many like to cover up their birthmarks, depending on the location of the birthmark. For some, it's on their face, which some people like to cover up with makeup. For some, the birthmark feels so hideous to them that they actually get them surgically removed because of how prominent the birthmark appears. But some birthmarks are hidden and are not on a visible part of the body for the public to see. If it's on your ass like the one I have, Unless you're kissing mine, or if you see me wearing a thong, 
you clearly won't be able to visualize it. But I guess I can tell you that mine does kind of look like the splitting of two cells in the telophase part of mitosis for those who are curious and those bio nerds out there. Nerd! I also have a weird birthmark anomaly in the pupil of my eye, which is kind of cool, but you have to look really close in my eye to see it with the birthmarks or irregularities, if you call them, that I have, I've learned to embrace them. If you have cross-dressing or trans-questioning motives and desires like the ones I have, and always knew I had, I think and feel that those were given to you at birth, just like your birthmark, hence the name. You can get your birthmark removed, like with surgery, and hide it with makeup if you want, but no matter what you do, that birthmark was still a birthmark that was left on your body when you were born. You may not see it, but you yourself know it's there. You may also not experience the cross-dressing and trans-questioning motives and desires at birth like you see with a birthmark, because, well, duh, you're not sucking on your mom's tit as a newborn thinking, hmm, do I want to wear a bra like mom? I don't know. I do love this milk, though. Hey, where are the titties at? Anybody know where the, the titties are located? But remember, that birthmark was still a part of you. Your cross-dressing, your trans-questioning ideas, they'll always be a part of you. No matter what you do, for other people not to see that you want to be a cross-dresser or gender different than your sex, these desires to dress and be different than the sex you were born as are always still a part of you at birth. And guess what? When you do experience what you thought were just shameful trans-questioning motives and desires, it's probably going to fuck you up. And fuck you up pretty bad. Because if you haven't dealt with these issues yet, you're going to need a lot of help in dealing with them from now on. Because seriously, these desires have been with you your whole life. You just never sat down with yourself and dealt with them. And if that's where we are today, where you're listening to me and you're thinking, oh shit, do I have these issues? Well, let's deal with it together. Let's listen to this podcast and listen to other guests and maybe other podcasts that have guests that are dealing with their cross-dressing and trans-questioning desires and maybe learn what they've done to alleviate some of these problems. Because if you don't, and I don't mean just listen to this podcast. I mean, really learn about what your cross-dressing and trans-questioning desires means to you. Because putting it off or brushing it aside, or in the case of like a pimple, hiding it, well, that's where the shame sets in and the transphobia does too. And that's also where you have other people imposing what they think your cross-dressing and trans-questioning must mean to you. And so when you hear their thoughts and opinions, then you cast self-doubt on yourself and it all leads to a dangerous dark path where you're just so confused, you don't know what to do. What's the matter, Pop? I'm confused. But to be honest, it doesn't have to be that way. Because your gender identity is just like a birthmark. It's neither a negative nor a positive. It's just a birthmark. Understanding your gender identity will just help you realize these cross-dressing desires and trans-questioning motives are just another facet you can add to your life. And I think that's what people are missing out on. Your gender expression is not a good or bad thing. It's literally not a binary in terms of good or bad. Talk about irony. There's no good genders or bad genders out there. You're just expressing who you are. That's fucking it. Your cross-dressing slash trans-questioning desires is not a fucking pimple. It's a birthmark. You trans people out there who want to transition or have thoughts of transitioning but are too fucking scared to explore the options on how to get there because, again, of the shame and transphobia you have. Same with you cross-dressers out there who don't want to explore their cross-dressing desires. Like, why? Your gender expression is not a blemish on your life, like how a pimple is a blemish on your face. 
gender expression is a bonus. It's literally a birthmark. Talk about symbolic fortuitousness. The name is there, a mark from birth. It's not something you see immediately, of course. For some, it takes years, decades even. But when you do see it, when it becomes tangible, when you feel it, yeah, when you look at the mirror and say, whoa, maybe I want to explore what wearing a dress feels like, or maybe I want to see what makeup feels like, or maybe I want to go further and take HRT, or maybe I'm attracted to another gender, or maybe I'm not sexual at all. You get the picture. When you finally see it, when you truly see it, Holy fucking crap. It just makes so much fucking sense. You have another question? Sure, I got one question for you. It's, can you deal with that? And truly embrace it when you see it. Because when you experience it, you'll know. You'll just know. You'll just know that something's different. When you truly see that birthmark that's been hiding for God knows how long, it will all just come together. And the earlier you embrace it, the better you will be at understanding it moving forward. Because a lot of people are going to be scared, don't get me wrong. Like anything that comes as a surprise, especially something as big as your cross-dressing or trans-questioning desires, that's fucking scary. Especially when society is not the best right now at accepting those kinds of things. I mean, society has made tons of progress, and it's way better than, say, what it was like 5-10 years ago in terms of acceptance. But obviously it's going to take some more time to understand. It's not going to be an overnight thing. No way. I personally learned about my own cross-dressing at 9 years old, and me being 32 now, I'm still learning about what that truly means for me and my gender expression, sexuality, if I want to transition, etc. I mean, my fight with gender fluctuates, but as of right now, I'm totally happy being male. I present as Giselle on occasion, with no thoughts on transitioning either medically or socially, and I'm completely content with that decision. But that's me. That's the road I took, and... I learned that through deep conversations with myself, research, talking with others, learning from others, all that jazz, it's the journey. There's no end goal in sight, and and you honestly, I don't know, like anything, truly the fun is in the journey. But you have to start your journey, especially if you have trans-questioning motives or desires like that of cross-dressing, and even more specifically, if you think there's shame in doing that. Seriously though, you're going to love discovering your gender expression. I sure did. But it's up to you to start. Truly though, you have to not see your trans-questioning motives or desires negatively or even positively. It's just part of what makes you, you. So stop hiding and purging, stop lying and deceiving others about your cross-dressing or trans-questioning desires, and like the pimple, don't pop it trying to think that it will just go away. It's just going to bring back more fucking shame, like when you purge, so don't do it. So. Big idea recap in this episode. What's the big idea? Your cross-dressing desires and trans-questioning motives are not a pimple. It's a birthmark. And for you cisgender women out there, the lovers, the supporters, the champions to these people that have these thoughts and desires, I hope you understand the shame that some of these men may be experiencing when they chose not to tell you or hide it from you or, I don't know, be assholes about it. I mean, it, it definitely doesn't excuse their behavior, because lying or withholding truths is the wrong way to go about it. But, like your pimples, these men just want a perfect life. And they'll do anything to protect it. But I hope those men realize cross-dressing and trans-questioning desires are not a pimple. They're birthmarks. Gender is a birthmark that you may not see initially, but when you do, embrace it. 
I'm sure I'll get some feedback from this big idea episode because it makes sense in my head, <laughs> but maybe it doesn't to you. Email me, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com. DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast or let's chat it out on our Discord. We have a pod chat channel on our Cross Yas confidential Discord where we talk about everything here that I've talked about in this episode. But I don't know. Check it out on our website if you haven't yet or to find our Cross Yas confidential Discord, crossyaspodcast.com. Click on the link. Join in on the fun. It's free. You can talk to other Cross Yas listeners and you can hit me up there. Rochi underscore mochi pound 7325. Can't wait to hear from you. I hate pimples, but... Hey, if we embrace our cross-dressing desires and love what makes us unique, just like our birthmarks, I think life could be so much simpler and happier. But that's all. I went on a longer rant than I thought I would, but I just wanted to drive my point across because remember, no one cares. So do whatever the fuck you want, wear whatever the fuck you want within reason and know that I love you, care about you and want you to live your life most authentically. And I really hope with what I said in this episode and whenever I really truly say anything, it holds some value and maybe resonates with you, but I don't know. That's all. Love you guys. Until next time, as always, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more. <laughs>